episode 365. Thank you all for listening to episode 364, OTL Olympics. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Frank Stafford. <laughs> Jack Frost. OTL Odell. <laughs> uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing. Visit allwearclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast. He will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Daytona Beach, Florida. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest financial supporter of the show. We appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Even though Valentine's Day has passed, doesn't mean you still can't find love. So make sure you get to datingtransformation.com, get that free consultation from Connell Barrett, and also get to amazon.com and get the book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. I didn't know what you were going to say there. When you said, (laughs) even though Valentine's Day has passed, still doesn't mean you can't get that ass. That's where I thought you were going with that. No, no. Close, but no. Damn it. Got to get the book for that. It's coming up, so you need a date for uh, St. Patrick's Day. There you go. People, do people go on dates for that? I don't know. I'm just saying. Unless you want a date, I mean, a date with Guinness. So, <laughs> true. Um, if uh, first thing I'll say, uh, we just did the wrestling show. We're doing these in reverse. But um, Brock Lesnar was on Pat McAfee's show, and it was fantastic. I watched it and listened to it. And so he broke a table or some shit. Oh, he broke the table. He threw the headset into the into the rafters and they got stuck and he was just, he was him. He owns, he owns fucking 10,000 acres in Canada farms, 5,000 of them. And you know, he did that stuff with the bearded butchers. That's when we saw him with that ponytail and they're we're like, why'd you do that? He's like, my kid said I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Showed him, <laughs> you know? So that's why he did it. And he was just him, man. It was kind of what we're seeing right now that he's able to be himself in uh, WWE. So it's pretty fun to see. And he's got a, he's got a, um, uh, he's got a spice out right now, uh, his own mix with the bearded brothers and, uh, the beard, bearded butchers, excuse me. And then I learned he has his own butcher shop too in Canada where he lives. So he's, uh, he's not messing around, man. He's a farmer. Like you, everything you could imagine. He's a farmer. He does, he butchers his own stuff and, uh, it's pretty neat. So it was a good show. He talked a lot about, you know, his inspiration into wrestling he has a lot of respect for Pat McAfee. That's why he did the show. I was shocked to see that. Cause he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And Pat, you know, has a lot of respect for him. It was funny. He did some Austin impersonations. Freaking hilarious. There was what all over the show. It was good. If you haven't checked it out, it is on. Uh, you can watch it live. It was cool to watch it live, but it's also on Spotify if you want to check it out. Um, so get on there and check it out. So first, we got to get into Jolf. Uh, what happened last week, Bear? Um, we had a, another first-time winner, Scotty Scheffler, beat Patrick Cantlay in a playoff on the third hole, sunk about a 20-foot putt, um, and Cantlay just about made his. Um, but, yeah, Scotty Scheffler, three weeks in a row, a first-time winner on the tour at Scottsdale. Did have two aces, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Um, so that was always fun with the nice um, beer cans everywhere, so they had nice delays on that, but that's what they do out there in Scottsdale. They party on 16, so it's fun to see. But yeah, good for Scotty Scheffler finally getting himself a, a dub. Yeah, that hole-in-one was sweet on 16. Both of them. Yeah. Oh, there wow. was another one? There was one on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. wow. Saturday yeah. was one, the first one they've had in five years or six years, and then Sunday they had another one with uh, Carlos Ortiz. Nice. 
Sam Ryder, I think, made the one on Saturday. Yeah, and then on uh, Sunday, we I know we played at the simulator. And then after I thought about it and I was watching, because it wasn't reading your stuff right, I was like, I think it's because of how close, you know, it's 10 feet away, how close it is. Because you have, like, because of how the tee was set up, you had a lower ball flight to start, and then it carries high. Is that usually how your ball flight is? Like, starts low, goes high? Usually, yeah. I mean, and no, that's why I think it wasn't reading some of your your hits when, like, the one you said you went square in the middle and you said it was like sixty yards. Yeah, I, yeah, it went like sixty yards, on, and that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's a simulator. I don't care. I'm there right. to club. It's about swinging and staying in. It's not about shooting a fucking sixty-five. So right, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Still, we were we were having some good laughs on how Nate fell in the water and was still on eighteen and was able to hit in the rocks. <laughs> and able to try to hit out and we're like just blast it and he hits it it goes 12 feet in the yeah. water yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a good one it was fantastic yeah but we got to get to uh got to get to four golfers I haven't been there in a while that'll be a fun time that's something we should do for a show we should do uh me and cody against bear and dub in a in a scramble mm, no <laughs> <laughs> we'll take best score it'll always be bear i watched dub hit a ball behind himself yes on, i was there for that on his wedding day i will or the day before whatever it was 100 will not be in a scramble with him if it's just me i'll never forget was it i, I went with i remember that was a tamer, I, huh? yep and i remember yeah. another time dub hit it off a tree and it went 40 yards behind us that was great <laughs> Like, uh, you got to take that. You're, you're going back there. Take that one. <laughs> Poor yeah, same day. That one was actually, I think, at Valleywood, wasn't it, Dub? Yeah, that was at Valleywood. Uh, the one, I don't remember the one at Tamron, but yes, the one at Valleywood. It was on the tee box. You hit it behind yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one at Valleywood, he smoked it. was uh, 16, I think. Smoked it right off the tree. <laughs> Went backwards. I learned to to relax now i think i was trying yeah you're relaxing you're relaxing on on your uh cur- what you're saying yeah and uh i was just saying you know you sound pretty relaxed right now from what i could hear out of that yeah i'm just i'm just relaxing so you gotta chillax so updated standings for our golf uh, 14.2 for me, uh, 32.2 for Bear, 34.6 for point eight, excuse me, for Cody, 36 for Jake, 42.2 for Dub, doing what he did last year, start off hot, finish, uh, and he's going cold a little bit. Um, knock on wood, still haven't missed a cut yet, and uh, maybe that'll come soon. But this week, I am going to take a guy that won last year and the year before finished fifth. So give me Max Homa. Yeah, he's been playing pretty well lately. Um, I'm just, I, I'm just going with the hot hand. Um, I feel like you want to take guys like this in, um, in majors, but there's plenty of other good players around. So I'm going with Patrick Cantley this week. He's just playing too well. So he should miss the cut. Right. Cody. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Cam Smith. All right. Uh, Parrot is taking Taylor Homa Gooch. So we got Homa and Gooch. <laughs> Dub. Who's missing the cut this week? Huh? Who's missing the cut this week? Uh, Colin Morikawa. Well, that's a good pick. Too bad your Seamus pick didn't work out for you. Yeah. Wow. Seamus, Seamus power. All right. Before, 
team's power. It just wasn't there. Sure. The uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to trivia. Do you have the updated standings, sir? Updated trivia standings would be Gray at 47, Cody at 17, myself at 26, Dub at 32, and Parrot at 6. Oh, I didn't even know Parrot was on the board. Nice. So we are ready for you. Yep. Go. So we'll see what he has to say. Get your chat box open. Get your chat box oh. <laughs> You just said Hendricks took the top four spots, huh? Wonderful. Oh, they did, but they had a second round. So Larson has the poll and Bowman is second. But they're nice. still missing in the duels, obviously. Yep, so they'll split the duels. Larson yeah, on both, one, Bowman both, on the other. They'll both go right to the back of the pack, not direct their car immediately. Yeah, because they're on the front row then to start the 500. Mm-hmm. All right, it is now time for a special Super Bowl edition of Control the Poll. Three questions here taken from a radio channel in Lima, Ohio. Closest to the correct answer gets two points. Two points for each question. Here we go. What percentage of Browns fans were rooting for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl? How the hell are they going to know this? Just based on the poll. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. All right, three, two, one, and go. 25, 16, 59, and 61. Fifty-seven. Sorry, Parrot. <laughs> I was not one of them. I just couldn't do it. So Man, the real world's champ, Cody Odell. Bryant, gets that one. Fuck Odell. He he didn't do that. He ruined. He quit on us. His knee quit on him too again. Right? (laughs) What? He's done. That that means they were rooting for the Rams, man. What percentage of no? I don't want no Browns fans cheering for the Rams. What percentage of people said Matt Stafford is a Hall of Famer? Oh God! All right. Finished his career yet? I mean, I'm ready. Not though. I'm ready. What? He's not. All right. Bullshit. They're going to put Eli Manning in the fucking Hall of Fame. Matt Stafford's better than he is. All Pro right. Pro Bowl, though? It's a fucking Pro Bowl. Are you ready? Oh, all shit. Pro Seasons. All right. Three, two, Detroit. Three, two, one, and go. Oh. 69, 72, 85, 87. So the guy that says, really, and puts 87. <laughs> I said, that's people. I ain't saying it. I'm part at 13. <laughs> You're buying his goddamn jersey, though. 49. Bear gets the uh, point, the two points on that. Because I said, if he made the game-winning drive of the Super Bowl, I would buy his jersey. And somehow that motherfucker did it. <laughs> he knew you were buying his jersey. <laughs> And look, yeah, and that, look yeah. even you agree with Jeremy. He says no chance if the career ended today, but he still has a decent amount of career left. And last, should the city of Cincinnati hold a parade for the Bengals? What percentage of people said God. yes? The same amount of people that eat Skyline chili on a regular basis. Bunch of losers. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, and go. 17, 45, 8, 32. You got to think, fellas. We live in a state full of losers. 
25. So Dub is seven away, you bastard. And I'm eight away, so give it to Dub. All right. It was a fun Super Bowl. Cooper Cup is the best receiver in football and a well-deserved MVP. He will no longer be a sleeper in fantasy football. Ready for wrestling. Yes. How was he a sleeper in fantasy football? Well, it wasn't like this the year, first no one knew about him at the beginning of this year. Yeah. What? They didn't take him. He came off an ACL, man. He was the reason they got to the Super Bowl the first time. And then he got hurt. He got hurt like the end of that season. And people forget that very fast. Big news is Cody Rhodes supposedly leaving AEW. Something about all this sounds very fishy. I don't understand why he would want to go back to WWE. He's a mid-carder eventually again. Anyways, in honor of Cody. Who did he face in his first ever WWE match, which occurred on an episode of Raw in 2007? Worth four points, or I can give you a hint if everybody wants to make it two points. Nah, we'll just go for it. All right, yes. I'm in. All right. I, I, I'm guessing. Uh, yep. Why don't you be like the great Khalil? We all ready? Yep. Three, uh, two, uh, one, and go. Randy Orton, Triple H, Hardcore Holly, MVP. <laughs> nah, he went back for the money. And there's and, no way they're going to put him in the mid car because now you're going to come back. I get some points. Hey, we all got points this week. Nice. Nice. Except Parrot, he points. <laughs> right. Negative four for Parrot. Yeah. Maybe we'll get the return of Stardust. I hope not. Yeah. That's all he's got. Uh, he said it's all he's got. Go Jazz against the Lakers. Yeah, wow. Beating up a real team right there. Yeah. Whatever. Everything that I said was going to happen when LeBron first signed there three years ago has come to pass. I told y'all, I told all of these fake-ass bandwagon Lakers fans what was going to happen. Told them, now look at us. Horrible. And we're going to be horrible for the next, like, five years. This going to be worse than the Dell Harris era when they tried to build a team around Cedric Sabalos. And that was bad. And they actually had picks. I mean, I think we said in the beginning of the year, too, that uh, Westbrook and LeBron, it just don't work. Right. Like, none of them work. It, like, none of them fit. It's it's like you're, you're putting – it's like someone blindly just picked random dudes and said, all right, let's put together a basket. It's, it's like you put it together in, like, NBA 2K5 <laughs> or something. Like it's the- like LeBron put the team together. Right. Like, Jesus. They act like they ain't seen this movie before. This is what happens when LeBron James puts a team together. Right. He gets a bunch of people that he likes that won't tell him no. Or, look, man, we ain't going to run this. Like, we're not doing this. That's why he can't play with somebody like Chris Paul or Kevin Durant. Like, if it's not going to make basketball sense, like, they're not going to do it. That's true. Well, he don't need to play with anyone like that. Right. 
Well, I mean, he could with Durant, but not with Chris Paul. He can't play with somebody else who dishes out. He he needs – they don't need a point guard when LeBron's there. LeBron can dish just fine. That's the big thing. So, if you got a guy who needs 15 assists like Westbrook or Chris Paul, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You need, you need a guy – you need a good, solid backup point guard. It would work – it would have worked with just Rondo. And somebody you need people to tell him no. Rondo wasn't going to tell him no because Rondo was still trying to stay in the league. Rondo's at that point. He wants to come to Cleveland and win again. But Rondo's still trying to stay in the league. Like, Rondo in Boston was a monster. Like, he's just as smart as LeBron. And, like, like Boston, Boston Celtic Rondo wasn't the same Rondo that played with LeBron. Meanwhile, no, I think it didn't last as long. Like that's why he like LeBron didn't last long in Miami. When you gotta think though, too, telling him no. that Rondo was also twelve years ago. So it obviously, right. besides the freaks like LeBron, no one. I mean, ninety nine point eight percent of athletes aren't like that. Now we're just right. because we see Brady and LeBron who doing this. This hasn't happened ever in the history of sports. Everything's obviously much better now, and you're probably gonna see right. it more. With these athletes, I mean, Kareem was like 88 years old and he retired. I mean, but the <laughs> league was different then too, though. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting. But you already see he's trying to skis his way back into Cleveland because they're winning. So uh huh. He peeped. He, he uh, already tried to skis his way into the damn parade. You see that he, he peeped the uh, he peeped the banner. Yeah, uh, like come on, man. <laughs> the All Star banner. So which is uh-huh. which is uh, this weekend too, by the way. Yeah, All-Star Weekend. That's where we need to do. We should have did a live show from All-Star Weekend. Dude, I was I, – I don't care about Sunday. I give two shits about the game. But I would have loved to have been there Friday and Saturday night for – That's the night to be there. Stars and then – I mean, because yeah. the Rising Stars game, they actually play. Right. And sophomores or however they do it now. And then your Saturday stuff is always fun. But. And if there's any weekend to read – uh dating sucks but you don't this was that weekend jack because it's only so many hotels in the cleveland area boy (laughs) (laughs) uh, um, so this week we got the the daytona 500 gonna be a fun one nascar is back uh we've got guys that who, who did biffle make it or no not yet Oh, but he's so he's going to be in the. Oh, they're all in the race uh, tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, races. yeah, that's why. He's, that's why he's not in yet. Yeah, so we'll see. He's going to try to race his way in. I think what forty-two cars are racing. Is it for forty spots or how many spots is it now? It's been forty spots for the last few years, so I'm assuming that's what it is. But I haven't seen if that's the case or not. Right. So I think Bear. Um, what is it? You? Yeah, you're our defending NASCAR champ. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, lead us off, man. Daytona this weekend. Who you got? Um, I have no idea. I, um, after I talk shit about that Jacques Villanueva, I kind of want to pick him because he's not going to race for the rest of this year. So, <laughs> I kind of want to just waste a random nobody. And it's Daytona. It's the first race. Who gives a shit? Um, actually, I, I think I'm going to. I, I think I'm going to go with him. And then if he doesn't, if he doesn't make the no, race, he's in. no, he's in. He's oh, in. okay. I was going to say, if he doesn't make it, you could repick. 
Yeah, I mean, unless yeah, I mean, unless they only have one car and he wrecks in the duel or something, then yeah, I will. But I saw I saw Harvick only has one car for this week. That wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, that's yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, Jack Villanueva, yeah, he's a, a Formula Un and yeah, uh, Indy five hundred winner. He's fifty, so he should start about thirty eighth, and hopefully there's just a big one, and I get lucky with a top fifteen like I did with Ryan Priest last year. Yeah, and this this is the uh, last year. Don't forget, last year for Eric Almarola, he's retiring after this year. And that was actually going to be my pick, but now with this dude qualifying, I'm, I'm taking him. But Amarola was going to be my pick for this race, so I'm still gonna, um, I'm still picking him in DraftKings. Villanueva, Jacques Villanueva, and uh, I think Noah Gragson's in. Right, he made it in his Cup debut. I don't think so. I think he's got a race in too. I thought I saw. Oh, I thought he was going to make his cup debut. I thought he had a charter, so he was in. I don't think so, unless – I thought that's I, – I was trying to watch it when we were talking, so I didn't exactly see, but I thought it said he still had to race in, like with Biffle and Yaley um, and a couple other guys, I think. We'll find out. Um, uh, me this week, so I'm going to – I'm going to go with a guy that is 50 to 1 odds driving the 50 car for his owner who was 50 and 0 in his boxing career. Previous winner here at Daytona 500. Give me the rookie, official rookie, Justin Haley. Well, he didn't win the Daytona 500. He won the summer race. Did he? I thought he won a 500. No, he won the summer race in 19. Well, either way, now he's going to win a 500. There you go. You think I could have swore he won Daytona the with an E. Yeah. He won that Ray Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Rain short in July race is what I heard. Mm hmm. Yeah. Great. <laughs> The Dollar Tree Internet. <sighs> Poor it's Doug. Like, that's like not even. That's like fifty cent tree internet. <laughs> the uh, uh, parrots taking Ryan Blaney. Cody, who are you taking? Oh boy. Oh, uh, about Michael McDowell. He won last <laughs> year. Gonna go back to back. We'll see. Back to back. Dub. Around the corner. In a row, I'm not changing. Oh, Chase Elliott. Leading the season off of Chase Elliott. Remember, we can't make these picks again until <laughs> the last Daytona race. I know. I've done this four years in a row. <laughs> and every time win he one loses, of maybe you think you'd change it up. Where'd he finish last year? Let's look. Because the time second. Because the time I changed it up is when he's going to win it. It's all right. Whatever. Um, all right. So give it to me. Uh, we'll start with you, Dub. Who's your championship drivers? Four drivers and your winner. Well, Chase Elliott. <laughs> yep. yep. Who are the other three drivers? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I agree. With what me and Bear were talking about earlier, I think Bowman's going to be one of them. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> give me, uh, give me Blaney. Kind of a stretch there, I think. Not really, but a little bit. And um, give me, give me Hamlin. Oh, Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. One one. <laughs> Poor Dub. All right, Bear, what do you got? Um, I'm going – I think I picked Blaney last year. Now I'm going to pick him again this year, I think. You did? Yep. I'm going to pick him again this year. He was close last year. He was close. So, I think he um, – I think he was like sixth or something. Yeah, oh. I think you're right. So, I'm going to go with uh, – yeah, he's going to be my champion. Um. We're going to go with Kyle Larson. Alex Bowman. And uh, I'm going to go Chase Elliott. 300. Uh, I'm going to stick with my guy who won, Kyle Larson. Um, I'm going to go also Chase Elliott. Also, Alex Bowman. And then uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Kyle Bush. Do it. Ah, come on. You know you want to go William Byron. Uh, no, I'm going to go Kyle Bush. Last year for the M&M's car. So, I'm going to – Kyle's going to make it. I, I so have the same we, last year. I took the same guys last year. Wonderful. So, since we uh, since we do that, um, you know Byron will make it and none of the other Hendrick guys. <laughs> Probably. Cody? Um, man, I don't be knowing. Jacques you know, Villanueva. Right, <laughs> <I'm... laughs> Ricky Bobby. Yeah. I want Jacques Villanueva. Uh, I want Speed Racer. Uh, I want Muttley from the Wacky Races. Uh, you know Penelope and Penelope Pit Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I see. Uh, <laughs> I just we'll talk about it in a minute. Go ahead, Cody. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Kyle Larson was the winner. As my yeah, as my winner. Um, Joy Logano. Uh. Denny Hamlin and Tyler Reddick. Interesting. I like that. All right. Um, as we get into uh, football, um, <laughs> I was going to mention well, basketball. Well, we were you were talking about basketball quite a bit. Had a lot of trades uh, that happened in basketball. Your hottest team right now is uh, my Boston Celtics. Looking pretty tough coming off a 48-point win at Philly last night. That was a big-ass win last night. But they lost tonight. They lost to the worst team in the league. Congratulations. I know. Isn't it wild? Lost by one to the Pistons. Detroit basketball. 
bastards. The um, yeah, go on this tear. Win by forty eight last night and just said fuck it, <laughs> and they lose tonight. Ah, oh, he sucks. Right. Yep, you know it happened in basketball. Is that trade? What's that? The Harden Ben Simmons trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It is what it is. No, that helps nobody. It's hard. And, uh, huh? That helps nobody. No, not at all. Philly wasn't going anywhere anyways, and the Nets was, nope. doesn't do shit either. No. I mean, granted, they only had 16 games together, but it, it just it wasn't going to work. I don't think in the long run it wasn't going to work. I think James Harden – dude, James Harden's starting to look like that that friend that you have that's always single and can never keep like a decent relationship. And every time you break up with somebody, it's like they're the girl's fault. And it's like, man, I just can't find a good woman. And then he's just like, you sit there and tell him like, it's because you ain't no good. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like everybody can't be the problem. <laughs> my, my favorite thing that I saw that you sent was that, and I, the bear sent us, and I see Cody. You already liked it. Canned version of Cincinnati-born chili staple has been recalled. Yeah, Concern is the cream of chicken soup may be in the cans labeled Skyline Chili. And listen, <laughs> I figured figured Cody would enjoy that. Somebody had already beat me to the comment though, because I don't know who that young lady was, but she already said like buying Skyline Chili. You already not buying real chili anyway. <laughs> Yep. So, to be so fair, you if kinda... you're buying a can of Skyline, you probably weren't expecting to actually get real chili in the first right. place. <laughs> and then the next, then the next one is dog. It's dog food. I'm not afraid of no soup. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say. I mean, like, what else could I say about it, man? Those two beat me to it. I mean, uh, what else could I say besides, like, you know, I had some rust. On my tires, and I put some Skyline chili on it and took that rust off real quick. I mean, that's about all I can, you know. It's, it's very good for oxidation. You know, you got some corrosion on your battery, throw a little, throw a spoonful of Skyline on there. Get that, knock that shit off real quick. Car start right up. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it, Cody. Oh, man. Whatever, man. You eating Skyline chili on a regular basis. I, I, I haven't I had Skyline you. in fucking twelve years when I was like, in Cincinnati, and I'm like, no, never again. I, yeah, like I question your diet. I, I just question you as a person. I if question you all your if life. You just need something to clean you out. That, that's what you can have. I'll never just had. go with some Pepto. I, <laughs> right. The um. Oh my gosh. So. We got obviously the Super Bowl happened this past weekend. Um, yeah, boy. The Rams, Cody, Cody's Rams got a title, and uh, the Bengals still covered the four point spread. Won myself a square. Bear won a couple squares. It was a good weekend for the podcast. Yeah. Yes, dub Stafford got a ring for Dub. <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't count. No, Detroit Rams. Yeah, oh yeah, no. No. Detroit Rams. No, mm-hmm. I don't need none of that loser <laughs> stuff bleeding in on my. Oh, no, we're not having no. We're not dragging no losers along Crazy. on our championship. 
Detroit. We had a loser. We had a loser quarterback. And you know what we did? We shipped his ass off to Detroit with the rest of the losers where they belong. <laughs> That's where we did. That's what we did. That's where losers go. Detroit and Cleveland. That's where they belong. We're not dragging on no losers around here. We don't bandwagon in L.A. We don't even show up to the games in L.A., all right? They didn't even show up to the, they show up to the parade today. That's right. We don't show up until the second quarter and, ha- and maybe even halfway through halftime because the traffic's so bad. So we there third, fourth quarter. It was just great to finally win a Super Bowl, so I can't You didn't win nothing. no Super Bowl. <laughs> you didn't win nothing. And all you losers out there, all you losers out there that bought a Detroit Rams T-shirt, I question all your life choices, too. If you got kids, you need your kids taken away from because you don't deserve to be raising kids like that. That's child abuse. I felt That's great. what it is. I felt raising your kids to be a loser. I felt great. I can't imagine how you feel. You, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to feel great. The Lions are going to claim the Super Bowl like Michigan tried to claim a national championship in 97. Yeah, man. Oh, oh, the, ban- the banner's already being made. Banner's this is awful. Made. This is It'll awful. Up there, second week of September. You'll see it. This is awful. There ain't, it's not Hawaiian blue. It's royal blue. And, and you know Hawaiian blue in, the, in, in L.A., all right? Lulu blue. Lulu. Whatever. Nobody cares. Loser blue. That's what it is. <laughs> just, as as they're just, that, the Rams are just lucky. The Rams are just lucky that they finished it off and got their Super Bowl because if Cincinnati scored on the last drive and they didn't, they would have won anything for the next 20 years. <laughs> hey, moral, moral of the story. It's finally great to play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, seriously, though, seriously, if, if the Rams, which is great, and I'm happy they won, I'm happy Stafford won, Odell and all them guys, uh, Donald, Whitworth, all of them, don't care about McVeigh, he's too young for me to care if I, he won a ring yet. <laughs> but if they didn't win this year, they were done, 100%. Whitworth wasn't coming back. Donald's probably like, get me out of this shithole. Stafford, he wasn't doing yeah. anything without Odell. Cup is just, he, he can't play all positions. And McVeigh probably would have retired with his $20 million and never came back since he can't win. They would have took him right out of that town. So, no, nah, he would have lasted. I mean, it's LA. They wouldn't have cared. It's LA. Like, I mean, it, friggin' Odell. Odell was MVP of the Super Bowl until he got hurt. Yep. Which he got hurt on a damn ball that Stafford threw behind him. Like, I really hope it comes out that he had, like, a torn labrum or something that'll explain all these horrible passes he had been throwing all season. Which, matter of fact, now, like I said I would do, I will no longer call him Matt Gofford. Right? He is he is Matthew Stafford. He, that's that's who he is. He, he did the game-winning drive at the end of the game. And I give him his name back. He got his name back. He earned it. And he that earned pass, it. And that no-look pass to Cup may have been one of the best passes in Super Bowl history. Yeah, he earned it just with that pass. I mean, the fourth and one, like the fourth and one, he got it back. And it just, oh, my gosh. Dude, I woke the kids up. The missus came downstairs. Like, what the hell is going on down here? I'm screaming, they did it. 
they did it. They pulled it through. They pulled it out. She was like, well, try not to be too loud. We're going back to bed. <laughs> You're like, all right. Yeah, that's all right. All right. I said, I'm done. Game over with. I'm done anyway. She said, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, my only regret for the Super Bowl is I wish Odell wouldn't have got hurt. Like, I had a whole, like, highlight tape made up, and it was going to start off, and it was going to say, Cleveland, this is for you, in that LeBron voice. And it was just going to be a whole highlight tape. Odell scoring touchdowns all season and holding up the Super Bowl MVP trophy. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I, I think if he didn't get hurt, yeah, that probably that probably was his. Because he was, oh my gosh, he was killing him. Speaking of getting killed, freaking Jalen Ramsey, he needs to do something. He better learn how to play both sides of the field in the offseason. That's all I know. Because <laughs> it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the fact that Eli Apple got got nicely toasted out there, it'd have been some Jalen Ramsey re, uh, means of him getting freshly toasted. Because that he gave he up, got, I think they ahead. gave up like 160 yards, but 80 of them came on that one to hit, or 75 came on that one to Higgins, which should have been. And I and I, yeah. I apologized. I apologized because <laughs> I was like, "How do you get absolutely roasted like that on the first play coming out of halftime?" And then after I saw the face mask, I, I did apologize. Now, no, now we got, got roasted. I would not apologize. Runs yeah, all the way around, but. Uh, <laughs> But the no, but the but the only thing with that though is the cooking had already started. The rotisserie was going. Like you can't play one side of the field and you getting cooked like that. You gonna play one side of the field, you better be Deion Sanders and Darrell Rivas combined out there. Nobody better catch a ball, whether in front of you, behind you, none of that. You better give up less than five yards every single game. So he better learn how to play both sides of the field. And they got to figure out what they're going to do with their DBs, too. Because that, oh, my gosh. If it wasn't for the fact that Aaron Donald had worn out that offensive line in the first half, I I, I don't know. That game could have got ugly real quick. Because you sent that picture that, and I noticed I saw it on Twitter, too. Jamar Chase had Jalen burnt again if Mm -hmm. Burrow had time. That one was bad. That was, it was I mean, that bad. was a walking, walking. Yeah. That was the – And I was – Yeah, the, that was the Stefan Diggs dude, touchdown. I called the Donald, though. That was it. I called Aaron Donald on that one. I was like, this is to win me a square. I'm like, just whatever you do, don't strip sack him. Just sack him. I don't need a strip <laughs> sack pickup touchdown here. I would have been so mad. Yeah, He's going yeah. down. And then I'm like, why well, was – one – one, first of all, fourth and one, Super Bowl on the line, and you got some Marge P. Ryan over Joe Mixon. What the hell are you doing? Only thing I could think of, maybe he's a better blocker. That's the only thing I could think of. Could think of. Maybe he blocks better. Well, I bet you Joe Mixon would have dove for that ball, which looked a lot closer. I'm pretty right. sure it was close. Like the Super Bowl yeah. at least not make a an effort to pretend like you're diving at least, you know? Right. It looked from his throat, oh, man. could have been caught, which if he did, the Rams would have lost that game. 
Yeah. If the Rams gave up that fourth down, that game was over. You think um, – I remember, uh, like you said with the squares, I didn't think I had a shot. And then, like, it all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, just kick a field goal. Kick a field goal. And I was like, oh, God, here's where he's going to finally miss a field goal, and he put it right between the pipes. I'm like, hey, cool. Luckily, luckily, Butterfingers Hecker out there dropped that extra – He helped me. Point, and that's the one that got me. Yeah, the one that helped you was that, yeah, that because that no extra it point there. It would have been 14 instead of 13, and then yep. it would have been 24 instead of 23. So thank you, Butterfingers Hecker. I appreciate it. Yep, that helped you out, and it was good to get that because I was standing in the living room. I'm like, all right, when you get the ball, do not run, do not go for a deep ball and try to score a touchdown here on a first play. <laughs> uh, getting the ball back, and they didn't. And then you know, I was I was pumped that first quarter, and then when you won the third quarter, I was jacked. Second, second. or the second, and then I think Logan won the third, and then uh, the fourth. I was like, oh shit! I was like, Bears got a shot here, and I was like, hold. We're pulling for the Rams. We needed that. We needed you to would, get the square. If the Bengals would have scored a touchdown there and it held with the extra point, Nate would have won that square. So, yep. That's yeah. what we were going back. If that's what I was asking, I'm like, I was asking, I was like, hey, look, Cody, Cody, your cousin, or Nate, or you could win here. And I think that was the second quarter. I was like, this is wild. Any three, well, you can win this. Co- yeah. Co- Cody was screwed. That three and three were he, he, that was screwed there. But for the second quarter, he had a shot. Yeah. Yeah, he he definitely did, but yeah, it was uh, it was like the perfect everything perfect happened at the end of that second quarter. That dumbass uh, reserve for the Bengals came running on the field after (laughs) taunting penalty, and I was like, "Well, that brings them back to the ten. That was awesome." At first, I thought it was like somebody had you know jumped the fence and got on the field. Yeah, he was wearing flip flops. Yeah, I'm thinking like, damn, look look, at looking like Dub out here. Flip flops and socks. <laughs> you know, acting like an idiot. <laughs> the, um, and the fact that they let him just go back to the bench, like if I was that, right? I would have kicked his ass to the locker room and be like, don't, until we win, don't come back out here again. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, no, nah, he'll probably get cut as soon as they start league stuff again. Yep. <laughs> so uh interesting at, at first i was thinking like man how do they let this fan on the field like this just <laughs> he just celebrating right like this is wild <laughs> the um speaking of wild uh with cooper cup what a season what a player won the receiving triple crown one offensive player of the year one super bowl mvp jerry rice is the only receiver in history to do all of those things in an entire career coop did it in a single season Zero cup. Unbelievable. What's that? Like rice. Zero D one offers. I know it's crazy. The uh, and then like Andrew, rice. Andrew Whitworth they had a thing on on him. You know his career. Super Bowl champ, Walter Payton Man of the Year, two time first team All Pro, first player in NFL history to start at left tackle at forty years of age. BCS national champ allowed this. This is what blew me away. Allowed just sixty sacks. In over sixteen thousand career snaps, be a first ballot Hall of Famer that won't make it till his third year because you know NFL writers or NFL voters are about as bad as baseball voters. Yeah, and because yep. he's a lineman, yeah. don't put don't put Demarcus Ware in the Hall of Fame on first ballot. Ridiculous. But the other thing there still not in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Who? Who? Zach Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
other thing here that was crazy, they talked about Eric Weddle. Went from coaching Pop Warner to Super Bowl champ. He played three-plus quarters. I don't know if you saw that picture. He had a mm-hmm. ruptured peck in two places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Called, the, called the plays on defense, led the team in tackles during the playoffs after missing 750-plus days of football. Unreal. Did he have a ring before or no? no. I don't think so. Mm-mm. And then um, I saw another thing on Twitter there that Devontae Adams put in November of 2020. Cooper Cup is the most underrated receiver in the league. <laughs> Devontae knows. Two of the Rams don't got any money. They get don't it. need it. Why do you think we say fuck them picks in L.A.? Oh no! Well, say you, out here. You're gonna need you're gonna need money for Devontae. <laughs> picks don't. That's matter. why we say fuck them picks. We get another Cooper Cup in the fourth round. Did you see? Uh, did you see Les Snead was wearing that shirt today? Yeah, I gotta get one. <laughs> I gotta get one. I gotta find one. I'm getting it. <laughs> what What was he wearing? The shirt. The fuck them oh, picks shirt. With them fuck yeah. them oh. picks. <laughs> today. The. Uh, I saw the uh, for the the losing team. Bengals announced. Uh, uh, we ain't talking about them. They losers. Zach, Zach talk Taylor, about the losers. After All right, we're talking. We're talking about the coach. He got a contract extension he, he a loser, for twenty twenty six. Losing coach. They, they, they lost five years. Yeah, ago. I was about to say your your team lost too. Exactly, and we ago. ain't talk about McVay back then neither. We talked about Belichick and Brady. We're not talking about. Losing podcast back then? No, not quite. I don't think so. I wasn't on there at least. I don't know. (laughs) We were on there. No, this this is uh this is actually which is wild. This is year year four for us, and uh, we started in eighteen. So technically, it's uh it it would be our fifth fifth going on year. You know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. If you're counting five years, but it's four years for the show. Um, Technically, we didn't talk about him then. So there you go. Didn't talk about him. You're right. Uh, just a few other things of note. Uh, 26 years ago today, Shooter McGavin blew a four-stroke lead to Happy Gilmore on the back nine of the Tour Championship. Our 20... Tour Championship in February. It don't make sense. Stupid. Yeah, it's Story wild. Storyline. <laughs> the uh, uh, NASCAR, um, the Daytona 500 is actually sold out, including Everything. reserved front stretch seating, RV camping, and fan zone admissions. Good. And sweets too. All the sweets are sold out. Unreal. That's great for NASCAR. Uh, Ryan Priest, he is, uh, he's going to be a, he's a backup driver essentially for uh, Stuart Haas racing this year. So we'll see if he's sitting there trying to wait uh, for Eric Almarola to retire, see if he gets a seat. Doubt it, but Maybe. worth a shot. It's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be 72 and sunny in Daytona on Sunday. Absolute perfect weather. None of this rain out Monday race bullshit. Like it seems we've gotten the last few years. Yep. We're going to have uh here in Ohio, we got 53 degrees tomorrow uh, at 7 AM and then it'll be uh 11 degrees on Friday at 7 AM. Trash. Should just go okay. Should just fly Daytona. Northwest Ohio. The only place where you get all four seasons in a week or a day. Um, or a day yeah. So uh, also the fun fact about the Bengals, they won the turnover margin. Plus two, still lost. Little, uh, coaching facts: um, When you are plus two, you have an eighty-four percent chance to win. Except if you're well, let's see. The it's loser. happened three times now in the Super Bowl. Yep. Seventy-one percent chance if you're plus one. Eighty-four percent if you're plus two. Eighty-seven percent if you're plus three. 
94% of your plus four. Huh. Thank you for the, uh, thanks for the stats. But the um, big thing here was um, something we didn't talk about last week, though, was I thought it was really neat. Eagles safety, Anthony Harris, surprised that 11-year-old girl fan, Audrey, took her to a daddy-daughter dance, lost her father and grandfather in the past year, and mother reached out to Harris, and he, like a stand-up guy that he is, went there, treated her, took her out. Good guy. Yeah, hate no, the Eagles. Trash Eagles. Like he a, hate the right, Eagles, like but that was good on him. Oh, yeah, nothing else to do. His schedule was open. Yep. And then uh, the other thing, feel-good story, three men who are now in their 80s attended every – Championship game since first AFL NFL World Championship game fifty five years ago. They uh this was their last trip. That's not a feel good story. It's a bunch of old rich white dudes. Right. Yeah. Some bullshit. No, wait a minute. Give me wait some minute. money. Wait a minute. Feel good story. One's black. Feel good story. Okay. Sorry. A whole bunch of rich dudes. My bad. He probably had a damn driver. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Get out of here. He just. $5,300 for a Super Bowl ticket? Yeah. Right. They probably don't even know his first Ridiculous. name. They've probably been calling him, calling him by his last name the last 50 damn years. That's why they need to have Super Bowls in any in freaking Indianapolis. So tickets are only like hand. And <laughs> then uh, L.A. bullshit. For those that listen, uh, that are listening to the show on Thursday, tomorrow on the old Peacock, Broken Skull Sessions, new one this week with Ron Simmons. Damn you. Hold on. Hold on. Get the belt back. Speaking of run, yeah. Yeah, that Ron Simmons gold pack. Like it. I'm going to steal it. You're you're putting that up for the three-point contest we're having uh, at episode 400. (laughs) Um, So something that kind of – Shout out to Van Jefferson. Had a baby after – Yeah. Two hours after. Yeah. 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 Odell's baby mama have a baby yet? No, not yet. The uh, what did they did they say what what happened with Odell? Or was, uh, it was ACL. It was ACL. Holy shit! Yep. yep. Um, he's done though, man. Yeah, that's two and three years. Well, he got the ring. He's good. Um, and then uh, this last thing that kind of pissed me off. The uh, we talked about this last year. Shakari Richardson. She was banned from the Olympics, tested positive for marijuana, a recreational drug drug that is legal in her state. And then on, uh, and then the other one was the Russian who tested positive for steroid use, part of a massive state run doping ring. And uh, just, she was allowed to compete in the Olympics after testing positive. Should've What's just, the problem here? She just drank from her grandfather's glass. That's all. It's Russia. Yep. Right. Just and the Winter Olympics, like the Winter Olympics, really don't matter. Nobody. They said whatever the um, whatever the heart medicine or whatever she took, like it's supposedly supposed to like slow your heart rate, increase your breathing, mm-hmm. something else to keep you in like peak. I mean, it like totally helps your balance and everything. So it's hundred yeah. percent illegal of what they're doing, of figure skating, all things you need. Right. It's breathing. I mean, that's wild. Yeah. They, they're about to get off their sanctions, and here they go. They're about to get another 10 years. <laughs> yep. The Florida like um, Gators of freaking the world. This is true. All right. So, state of the week, 
Iowa. Um, they're home to one of the world's most crooked streets, Snake Alley. Um, they, uh, they're actually the largest corn producing state. I would have thought that would have been Nebraska. Interesting. Sliced bread was invented in Iowa. Universe, University of Iowa uh, is where the butterfly swim stroke was developed. Home, Iowa State is home of the first electronic digital computer. What up, Ankeny? Iowa is the home to the ice cream capital of the world. Lamar's, Iowa. Huh. Well, the Lakers are done for sure now. They lose? No, part-time got hurt. Yeah, Glasshouse uh, looked like he busted. Street clothes. Oh, man. Uh, Des Moines, obviously the capital. State animal of Iowa chosen in 1933 is the American goldfinch, known as the wild canary. State tree is the oak. Often shows shown as a burr oak. Stupid Iowa. <laughs> oh man, the uh, butter. Yeah, we talked about the butterfly stroke. Um, where the music died, man. Iowa is where rock and roll died. You know, the day that the, the day the music died, where uh, Buddy Holly and the what's the, the big popper, big hopper, whoever yep. that playing the La Bamba. The Bomba plane uh, that crashed in Clear Lake took off out of Mason City Airport, crashed in Clear Lake, which is like the next town over. Uh, fun fact, that's actually where a younger uh, Cody Bryant uh, laid some roots down in Mason City. And uh, that theater that they performed at that night in Clear Lake actually is uh, still there to this day. Still holding shows. Uh, there's about 25 million hogs and pigs on Iowa farms, more than eight times the state's human population. Oh, yeah. When they cut them up, too, you can smell it. Yep. They have, um, with the corn, 2.4 billion bushels of this stuff every year. Most out of any state and more than some whole countries. So Quaker Oats. The... Oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, I was going to say Quaker Oats is the biggest cereal company anywhere in the world in Iowa. That's what were you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say, also home of the Field of Dreams, no, um, which is outside of Mason City, about 35 minutes outside of Mason City. Uh, the Hawkeye State nickname comes from the name of a character in the novel, The Last of the Mohicans, or is a tribute to real-life tribal leader, Chief Blackhawk. Sioux City, this is interesting. Sioux City may be the fourth largest city in Iowa, but its metropolitan area covers bits of three states, Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota. Huh. The house, uh, house in the famous Grant Wood painting, American Gothic, is a real house in Eldon, still standing today. Largest literacy rate in the whole U.S., 99% of Iowans can read and write. I don't believe that. No. I, I don't believe that one. But I lived out there. I don't believe that shit. Uh, I, wait, I mean, if it was 66, okay, yeah. I, I'd see that. 
Way back in prehistoric times, 17 foot tall, five ton giant sloths used to roam the state's plains. Yeah, I can see that. That's why it's all they find. They find sloth bones hanging around. Nah, they don't do that shit. People are just making stuff up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have 67 million chickens. Yep. Lay 15 billion eggs. They got so many damn chickens. Why are chicken wing prices so high? I don't believe that either. These facts are false. <laughs> Every single one of them. I shouldn't be paying $10 for six chicken wings. Uh, they, they, uh, Peru, Iowa is the birthplace of the red delicious apple. There you go. Yeah. Iowa's boring. So thank Winnebago manufacturer out there in Iowa. It's where your Winnebago's come from. Uh, all your John Deere products. Shout out to them boys at John Deere. Shout out to that union going on strike, getting paid, getting what they deserve. Shout out to them. Uh, all your John Deere products come out of Iowa. Cut the check. Uh, shout out. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, cut that check. Y'all just cut it for them workers. You can cut it for me, too. And uh, <laughs> and uh, shout out to the homie Sonny Ono, uh, Mason City's own. Lives out in uh, Mason City, Iowa, man. So, the last Sold thing. my buddy a car. Last, <laughs> last thing. Last thing I wanted to mention is uh, the great, and I'm doing this for Cody, the great halftime show we got to see. That's All right, cool. Man, I was really hoping we were going to end this show. So now I got to go listen to another 15-minute rant. I'm giving it two minutes. No, I already heard this rant listen. over text. It was... percent on my computer, so it's probably going to die here soon. <laughs> listen, man, it was the blackest halftime show that we ever going to get. Like, it was the whitest, blackest halftime show we ever going to get. Hey, if my computer right. dies... I just want to say one thing. I'm glad I'm now a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Oh, shoot. Like, it's, it's the blackest, it's the blackest uh, halftime show I'll ever get. But at the same time, it was, it was the, the whitest. Um, and something I didn't think of when I was talking to somebody earlier today. Um, we were thinking, we were trying to figure out why nothing from the chronic got performed. But that's also a death row masters thing. Dr. Dre doesn't necessarily own the rights to anything off the chronic. So that's why we didn't get uh that's why we didn't get nothing but a G thing or, or fuck with Dre. Dre Day. Day. <laughs> yeah, like that's why we didn't get that. Because that's what we should have got. You know, but Snoop just bought it, so why wouldn't they have talked before that? I don't know. That might be a whole paperwork thing. Well, probably. and I'm pretty positive, probably they've had this show planned out, you know, and rehearsed it for right. like three months. So, yeah. But you're telling me they could switch something up on the fly really quick? Well, I Shit. don't know, I don't know what there. part, but I don't know what part of Death Row Snoop owns, though. I mean, for all we know, Snoop might just own the name Death Row Records. Yeah, I didn't. You know? So, yeah, like I didn't see what all he really owns. All I've seen was Snoop owns Death Row Records. 
So, like, that might not be any masters involved. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we we got still DRE, but Jay-Z was in the building. That's his song. So, naturally, they're going to perform that. Um, they didn't really perform any of Snoop's songs, but, you know, that's also Death Row. Like, Snoop's catalog, really, you know him for his Death Row stuff. You know, we didn't get anything off a of deep cover. Um, you know, we did get, we got the typical Eminem playlist. Uh, yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like you was going to get that. Well, yeah, you, know. you had to get that. We got right. 50. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a part of the crew. Like that's, that's, that's why we got 50 is he's a part of the crew and Dre wrote you know, a lot of his stuff and produced a lot of his stuff. So I'm just happy he didn't pass out upside down. Right. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Kendrick Lamar with the blackest song of the whole set. Oh man. Kendrick's the best too. I'm happy. I didn't think he was going to perform. All right. I said, Ooh, he performed that. Oh, okay. That was good so, stuff. Yeah. And you, you but, said, uh, you said still Dre is uh Jay-Z. Yeah, Jay-Z wrote that. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah. They said Jay-Z wrote that in like 45 minutes. Damn. Did not All know right. that. So here you yeah. go. Just I just Googled it really. Yeah. So for Snoop buying Death Row, um, the terms of the transaction were not disclosed. However, a source close to the situation tells Variety that Snoop's acquisition of the Death Row brand is the first part of a transaction that is expected to see him also acquiring some of the label's music rights his own and other unspecified artists. The source says the deal is expected to conclude in the coming weeks. So it sounds like we'll get more info here in the next few weeks. Yeah. So it wasn't even done yet. So he's got the name and like I'm trying to think who was all on death row at that time. So because he ain't getting any of Tupac stuff. Um like he gonna mess around. He might get two of America's most wanted. I don't know. I don't know if he'll get that though. He might, maybe, but I don't know who wrote that though. Like not offhand. Hey, all I gotta say is, ain't nothing but a gangster party. <laughs> the uh, let's wrap so, this up. I don't know. I mean, the missus was bopping along, and that's when I kind of knew, like, all right, this is the blackest, whitest, the blackest white halftime show I'm ever get. Yeah. Cause yeah. And and shout out to Mary J. Blige with all them thighs hanging out. Woo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was I was worried for her too when she started. She sounded like about to gas out after like the first couple of lyrics. I was like, oh Mary, don't right. go out on us like that. But right. together. So good for her. Yeah, they, had a, they had a couch for her and fifty to sit on, so it was okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. As long as they didn't have her out there dancing, that's all I was. That's what I was afraid of the most. Like, Google Mary J. Blige dancing, and you'll get a nice, good laugh. It makes you wonder <laughs> all that choreography over the years. Well, <laughs> th- so, so it's top three, top three halftime shows ever: Michael Jackson, Prince, Prince, and this one. That. Yep. The um. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson. Crandall's Quality Landscaping, All Work Clothing, ConalBarrettDatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, fun fact to end the show, no active QB has more Super Bowl rings than Jimmy G. 
As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Don't forget about Bear. Don't forget to check our Patreon over the line under your girl dot com slash pa- Patreon slash Peapod slash OnlyFans. Mm-hmm.